0: Good morning. This is Lisa Bond, and welcome to SJL Daily. Today, we're going to look at Psalm 19, which C.S. Lewis once called the greatest poem in the Psalter and one of the greatest lyrics in the world. For those of you who love classical music, this psalm might lead you to think of Haydn's beautiful composition, The Heavens Are Telling, and other verses will probably be very familiar to you, particularly the concluding reflection. One commentator writes that we can look at Psalm 19 in three parts what we should see, verses 1 through 6, what we should hear, verses 7 through 11, and what we should say, verses 12 to 14. But let's start by reading verses 1 through 6. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words, whose voice is not heard. Their measuring line goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber, and like a strong man, runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them, and there is nothing hidden from its heat." So God quietly reveals His beautiful majesty daily. Simply put, He has shown Himself in nature, enough so that we should start asking questions. Who made all this? How can I thank Him and worship Him? But we know from Romans 1 that this is not our bent. Instead of seeking God, we suppress the truth about Him. And the reason we do this is fairly simple. We like to be in control of our lives. To not have anyone tell us that what we're doing offends God and that sin will be judged by God. In other words, if we really care about truth, the first step would be to stop pretending that we're looking for it when what we're really doing is trying to shove it aside, kind of like the Wizard of Oz did when Toto exposed him for who he really was. Our sinful nature will push truth down when we encounter it. And Psalm 19 tells us that we encounter God's revelation of himself daily. Day after day, the heavens pourth, pour for, forth speech. Night after night, they display knowledge, David writes. Our so called quest for truth, in many cases, is just a search for affirmation of what we've decided is good and beautiful for ourselves, with no real understanding of what good and beautiful really is. So, where do we go to find truth? and goodness. Let's read verses 7-11. through The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether more to be desired are they than gold even much fine gold sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb moreover by them is your servant warned and keeping them there is great reward so let's go back and look at what david said about god's word it's perfect sure makes the simple wise it's right it's pure enlightening so on and so on here is the truth in a world that talks a lot about speaking your truth. Here are benefits that aren't available in the self-help section of the bookstore. What a good God to give this to us. In his prayer in John 17, Jesus said, Your word is truth, but do our appetites for it match how David describes it in verses 7-11? through In our new Sunday School class, Pastor Phil was talking about the spiritual landscape in the United States today and reminded us of a quote by Flannery O'Connor, push back against the age as hard as it pushes against you. Do you feel this push that she mentions? How do we engage the world with the beautiful gospel of Jesus Christ if we don't spend time, especially in community with others, with our brothers and sisters at St. John, reading and learning the word of God, desiring it more than gold. We have our fill of blogs and YouTube videos and nationally known teachers and authors writing books about the Bible. Do we have our fill of the Bible itself? Now the conclusion. Here's what we should say. So let's read verses 12 through 14. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. May that be our prayer today. Father God, may we see your glory in nature, read and desire your word, And be prepared to lovingly push back against the age, even today, as we share our beautiful Savior with others. And we pray this in his name. Amen.